0: Blackbirds, Volume 1, Epilogue. Written by Andre Philip Coleman. Dernier, a little more than three months later. McCray House. Robert sits by his old radio. His glove is on the floor beside him like it's been discarded. He pays no attention as a static crackles through the radio. And that's it. Crawl Dads won the final game. Folks, we're as sad as you are about the disbanding of Negro Baseball. Thank you for taking this amazing journey with us. For almost 40 years, we felt a sense of pride and dignity as a fine Negro athlete of entertainment. Taking this ride with us, we say thank you. We'll see y'all down the road with some good old Alberta's country fried chicken. This is Chester signing off for the final time. Y'all stay tuned now for your local news. Good afternoon. The civil rights movement expanded to another city when so-called Negro freedom fighters marched on Dernier on Tuesday after several Negroes were lynched and buildings torched during riots that continued into their third day. Colored activists are demanding the FBI uphold their rights and launch investigations into the killings that have swept the area. We're going to go to Stephen Mayberry, who arrived in... Dur- he turns the radio off and stares at the television for a few seconds. He walks over and reaches out to turn it on. He stops in his tracks and smiles a little bit and walks upstairs. Once he's out of the room, Rita runs in with several of her friends. They laugh like they don't have a care in the world. They flop on the floor the way kids do as Rita turns on the television. Of course, it's another puppet show. And now it's time for Beanie. Well, Beanie fans, as you remember, our little friends received a letter telling them to go to Washington right away because the president wanted to see them. When they finally got in to see the president, he said that he had to see Professor X right away. Near the shore by the bayou, Lincoln takes a drink of shine and passes his flask to the beautiful black woman next to him and runs his hand through the back of his hair. A flyer, torn and crumpled with Frankie's photo on it, flitters in the wind. Missing, it says. It catches Lincoln's gaze, but he only allows it to distract him for a second. He switches on the radio to some rock and roll. And lead me to that place we know <laughs> Where all the world fades away <laughs> Do you recall that place we know Bernice sits on her porch and stares at the disturbed dirt in the McCrae's yard. Leona comes over and sits next to her. The two women hug for a long time. <laughs> Today is my first day out of bed since it happened. Do you need anything? Just time to cry. Don't know if I'll ever stop, though. You raised a good young man. How's Lana? Yesterday was the first time since it happened that she hasn't cried. I'm sorry. Do You know, you had him scared out of his wits. Hmm. I knew he would come back. He was the only one that did. You scared all the other ones away, and, and how many was it? Girl, ain't no boys came around here. That's just something I made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <sighs> I liked them. I just needed to push them. Well, thank you for that. Got a pecan pie on the oven. Scooter and Mabel dropped it off yesterday. Mmm. They were just in the neighborhood, I bet, huh? (laughs) Yeah, they were. Wait here, I'll cut you a piece. No, no, I'm fine, really. Just sit right here. I'll get us some pie and then... we'll sit here as long as you want and enjoy this cool weather. Thank you. Bernice gets up to walk inside, and just before she walks in, she looks back and smiles at Leona, knowingly. Neither says a word as they stare at each other. Bernice finally goes inside. Yeah. Fall will be coming soon. Go with God, baby. Mm. Mm. Oh my God Swamp Day A slight breeze blows in from the west, causing some of the big hunched over trees to bristle just a little. The sound of the hunting dogs is so loud that Joshua can tell how many are hunting him by their barking and growling. The foxtails in his socks have scratched his ankles so many times they have started to bleed. Joshua ignores the pain as he enters the murky water. He trembles as he wades waist high in the swamp, ignoring the odor. Green moss hangs from the trees and the thick water makes it hard to move. He's dirty, Hungry and alone, but the dogs haven't tired, and without looking back, he knows they are getting closer. He moves towards the opposite bank as fast as he can, ignoring the biting horseflies as he flees for his life.